I don't know. Do you wanna? I'm always recording. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Raz. Good morning, Yael. And welcome to Tech Point Charlie. Episode After summer vacation. Woot woot. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a good break, I think. Oh, I just realized something because I'm also transcribing the episode. My copy paste is no longer valid. What? What do you mean? Um, you're no longer working where you did the last episode stated that's that you right, are working. That's right. That's right. I switched my jobs. I went to a new job. Want to tell us a bit more about it? Yes, it's a really wonderful company. Uh, maybe a little promotion here, I guess, uh, for myself, for my company. <laughs> the editor of uh, the episode will approve. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, it's called Careship. Uh, you should definitely look it up. Uh, we're going to add a link to it. And I think uh, maybe I'll talk about it a little bit further in our next episode because I'm planning to have a guest from there. So that would be really nice. Um, yeah, and we can introduce the company a bit better. Uh, I'm very excited about it because, well, actually for many reasons, but actually the, like, I think the purpose and the team and the managers, there are really good examples of many things that we aspire to work with. So That's cool. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, thanks for acknowledging that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe let's quickly, quickly give the, our audience maybe just a brief look of this episode, I think. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking on one-on-ones. Especially, it makes even more fun that it's episode 11. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> unintended, one, yeah, one. yeah, one-one. <laughs> um, I, I just also, because, again, editing the episode and looking at the, the monitor, I'm like, wait, episode 11, one-on-one. Wait, it's episode 11, 11. That's what they well, have written. Well, that's right. Then it's meant, that's to awesome. be, yeah. meant to be. Yeah, it's meant to be. Well, actually, the things we want to talk about is, uh, so what is a one-on-one? Quickly, yeah. Raz? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is a one-on-one? Um, what, the, what are the benefits? Why do people even do that? How to do it? Um, how how to, to actually gain something out of it, I guess, because yeah. that's a, usually a problem. And I guess telling you some stories yeah, yeah. from us about this. So uh, how a good one-on-one looks like, how bad one-on-ones looks like, what does it look like when they're completely missing? Yeah. And um, yeah, b- basically also as a relatively quick episode for for the next one because we really want to do an episode about good management and bad management yeah and i think one one is a big deal out of it and we didn't want to talk for like two hours in the episode and clarify everything so yeah and it's a good i think introduction to that topic because good managers or bad managers or inexperienced managers do one-on-ones very differently so let's talk about one-on-ones so okay since i think you kind of honed down the the art <laughs> of doing that i don't i haven't but um yeah you have no. <laughs> so maybe you can just give us like a quick overview a couple of sentences of what this is supposed to be and then we can get to you know to the juicy stuff okay so basically well, it's difficult. <laughs> it's difficult because um, talking about one-on-ones, one-on-ones is, is a place not for the manager, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start from the very basic. So it's a meeting. It's right? a meeting. Yes, absolutely right. Yeah, one-on-one is a meeting between a manager and their direct employees. Not necessarily direct, but yeah. most likely their direct employees. That's the more common one. Yeah. I think you can do one-on-ones between team members as well. That's also a very kind of common standard where team mm-hmm. members are doing one-on-ones with each other when yeah, they do coaching or or just feedback yeah. i heard about some places that are doing that for example they uh, month oh, that everyone is like kind of giving feedback to one like another peer reviews yeah peer reviews interesting uh, okay cute. maybe we should talk about that in a different episode because i'm very interested but what we're talking about today is actually the one-on-one uh meeting between a manager and an employee yeah and as you said one of the main goals there or the main goal is to create a personal relationship yes and a safe space a safe space and also a place to of course like all those things is to to sync up on some things get feedback a bit but um work on the growth of a person uh, right. and and make sure that if someone has problems achieving the goals that they've set to themselves to themselves or basically on the things that they had to work on and they're struggling 
how to help because right. management is there, right? Like management is when things are not running smoothly and you kind of need to make sure that someone needs adjustment or help. Um, and it's a way to kind of open that conversation in a space, right. safe space. So safe but space is a big de deal. So. Yeah. But also not when only something is not working well, when something is working well and you want to talk about that or talk about other opportunities for growth for that person, for that employee. Yeah. And a lot of feedback. So this is a place for feedback. So let's talk what it's not about. Okay. So if we sit together and we're doing a one-on-one -on -one between an employee and a manager, and you have kind of, you know, things you want to talk about in your mind. So most of those things are probably uh, the day-to-day -day things, you know. I need help with that, or I didn't get an estimation on that, or how, what do we do with that project, or how are we doing there? There are some daily things that are usually are on my mind, like on each person's mind, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but a good one-on-one -on -one would not necessarily focus on that. So of course, if something is bothering you, this is the time to talk about yes. it. But it's less about let's go through a checklist of like the daily things that we are discussing this week, and more like, are you struggling with something? Is there something behind the scenes that we should talk about? Is there some sort of a relationship that you feel, you know, that talking about or giving some input can help you? Are you struggling with a coworker, with a framework? Do you feel you're lacking information on a topic? Do you need support somewhere? Do you want to tell me something? How was your week? So those things are the things I feel like, you know, someone should be talking about in a one-on-one. -on -one. This is just like you said, a safe space to put the daily things aside and talk about continuous growth and building that relationship and giving feedback, getting feedback as an employee and also giving feedback to your manager. Yeah. Let's talk about growth quickly then. Like your manager is basically the person you're leasing your growth to, right? Like because if you're doing a job and, and, you're, and you have stress and plans, you probably are not going to think about your growth during the year. So right. you need someone to guide you through. It's also the thing that uh, gets pushed away all the time. Like, I wanted to read that article, but yeah. I have to finish something. <laughs> and, and your manager's motivation is for you to grow, right? Like, because if you're not growing, then there is a diminishing return on you as a person in the organization. So on, also from the kind of selfish organizational perspective, yeah. that's something that the manager needs to make sure that the team is always growing and changing. Otherwise, you're stagnating. And if you're stagnating, you don't know what's going on in the market, are the new things that are happening and you might not be able to achieve things in two years that you are you can now yeah and you can have employees that you know are uh, not as educated as you hope for or they're less motivated because they don't have time for self-growth um or they're just uh you know tired and uninterested of of even if you're talking about producing right on doing their best job and when you do have employees that know that they are growing they're more motivated to like contribute to the business and build better relationships and actually better themselves and you know use their critical thinking and everyone is just a bit better of course this is hard to implement and we will talk about this in a different episode but now talking about one-on-ones growth of the employee is something that should be talked about in a one-on-one -on -one. it doesn't yes. have to be every week but definitely like how are you doing what new things did you learn? And not in a way of like, you know, picking on you, like, what did you learn this week? Did you manage to get this off your list? It's more like, how are you doing? Can I contribute? Yes. Do you need me to send you any links? Can I sit with you to help you learn something? Yeah, maybe, maybe, hey, I've spotted like a meetup in front end development and you said you're interested in improving that skill. How about going there or recommending, about, uh, recommending workshops, for example, right. or generally just reminding people and adjusting the, the, the growth it happened to me several times where in the end of the year, we set goals for a person because the person said, I want to improve in blah, database, uh, like better understand databases. Yeah. And, and this I'm, is already I'm, assuming that you have personal goals, which not everyone has, yes. but we'll talk about this separately. Yeah. Um, and I think I reminded that person in the first quarter, nothing really happened. And then in the second, and then, um, and then at one point, the person told me, I think I don't want to do that, though. I think I want to go in a different mm. direction. I said, awesome, great. That's why I'm asking those questions all the time. Right. And now let's set new goals again. Let's, yeah. let's find the right direction. Because if you've done something and you realize that that's not what you like, mm -hmm. that's, that's why we have this meeting, is to yeah. figure out what you like. But the idea is, in the end, uh, if, you, if you're dealing with people, is you need to, to kind of guide them through the map of where they need to go. And you or need where to help they them. want to go. Exactly. I mean, it's a combination. And remind them. Yeah, that's that's yeah. why I said, yeah, like, you as a, an employee or whatever, like um, you're leasing your career growth 
to someone else because Basically you're too depending. busy to do yeah. that. Yeah. And as a manager, that's maybe your one of their biggest tasks is just to to help those people get to where they want and where where it's right. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get employees that are happy and and trust you. And, and are better qualified. Yeah, and, and exactly. And then you don't have those regular problems where you need to bring new people from the outside because your your team is not good enough or not qualified enough. But if you actually look at how to create growth within your organization, and a one-on-one is just a, one of the tools to do that, Yeah. Um, you can actually build a company that is sustainable and can grow and a team that is basically self-sufficient, which is the dream. For yeah. every manager. But this is more like a good manager, bad manager topic that yeah. we will talk about. Uh, but again, like coming back to growth and what you were saying that I agree with. So in growth, it could be, you know, a personal goal that we just reiterate and say, all right, how are we doing there? It could be something on the day-to-day that is not a day-to-day like thing, not, you know, what we have to deliver this week, but are you struggling with, I like I've noticed in the last week or two you were struggling with the daily thing. Is there something behind it that I can help you with? It could be growth around relationships. Like I saw you working with that person. How's it going? You know, uh, maybe I noticed some tension or is there anyone that is hard to work with or easy to work with? Like this is a place to actually talk about those things, you know, in a closed room or a restaurant or a walk or a safe space where you can actually say, all right, this is between us. And I kind of wanted to talk about this, even if you don't have a very clear idea of where you want to go with this, this is exactly that time. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question because you've mentioned uh, restaurant, whatever, cafe, meeting room, walking around. Um, yeah, where, where, where do you do think, it? yeah, where do you think one, one should be done? So I think this is a, it's a very good question <laughs> and it also depends on a few things. So I have, you know, this matrix in my head, <laughs> uh, and it depends on feedback, which we'll talk about soon. So whether, what type of feedback is involved in this meeting, because let's be honest, if there's going to be a sensitive feedback or something, I'm sure you don't want to do it in an open space where someone else can hear you or that you're around a lot of people, so it's very personal. Uh, so this is something to plan either if you're the employee, and you wanna say something difficult to your manager, uh, find the space for you that works for you. Uh, if you know your manager, maybe you can also consider their side, but you know it's less your job at this point. Uh, on, or on the other hand, if you're a manager and you wanna talk about something difficult, or not even difficult, but sensitive, choose the right you know area. If it's a meeting room where uh, people can see you or not, if it's a remote place, like not around the office, if you're going to go for a walk, but you can see other colleagues, maybe that's not a good place. So it really depends on the content, on the feedback. It also depends. The second thing is uh, how familiar you are, how far along are you with the relationship with the the person you're doing a one-on-one with. Uh, because uh, maybe you have preferences or don't. (laughs) So when you first get to know someone, I think a very safe space and a convenient place where, you know, everything is secure. You know, you have your privacy, you know, you have your computer, you can bring a coffee, basically a meeting room, for example, suffices because then it's a starting point that is agreed upon everyone. Um, then later on, if you find out that both of you like to go for long walks or like to do it in a restaurant or over coffee or at the beginning of the day or at the end of it, this is something you learn because these things are relationships. Yeah. Yeah. What other things do you think like, uh, we should take into consideration with that? So Except ma- for the weather. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I once, I think I froze someone once <laughs> walking around in a park. So um, a negative example. <laughs> yeah. Well, y- kind, yeah, of. kind of. Yeah. It was my fault a bit. I said, hey, let's go outside. And he didn't have a jacket. And I didn't really think about that. Yeah. Oopsie. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I think... And you are the manager, so he was probably like, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. And at some point I was like, oh, oh my God, you're freezing. <laughs> Let's go back. Um, so you have to be very attentive to that. Yes, <laughs> yes. But uh, generally, uh, I think my guidelines for one-on-ones in general, uh, I actually, maybe if someone is listening that hasn't, a manager who's just starting and mm-hmm. hasn't done one-on-ones, Maybe let's start with the guidelines and then to motivate the person to understand how to do it maybe. And then, because we talked about the motivation, but maybe let's talk about the Well, we were talking about the components. We were talking about maybe talk about growth, maybe talk about feedback. Is there anything else we should talk about before we move on to the house? Well, of course, you want to talk about um, is still, even though we we mentioned that it's not the purpose of the meeting, 
to think up quickly about if what's going on. Yeah, if there's something burning that you feel yeah. like is blocking you, then and it's just not something that you think on the daily. If you're managing a team and you're part of yeah. the daily, and if you're outside of the daily, it makes more sense to use right. a meeting to to think up about the day to day. Okay. Uh, if so you're leading a project or something as well, this is very important usually for managers. So use some of the time. I don't know, twenty percent maximum, I would say, right. for that, and it's the a rest good of it, rule. yeah, like should be about um, personal relationship, career growth, and and feedback, and a big part of it is personal relationship. As a manager, yeah. if you are a people manager and you're managing people, it's very important that you'll get to know your people and they will get to know you. That's how you build trust. And I had this. I, I think I've spoken about trust for a while here, and I said transparency is a tool to get trust. Another tool to get trust is actually creating personal relationship. If people get yeah. to know you, they don't have to know exactly all the time what you're doing as a manager, and you don't have to know exactly what a developer is doing all the time. If you trust people, basically, and, and generally if you sit with people in a room and you actually talk to them once a week at least, then you can create a relationship of trust without even using different things like being super transparent all the time when it's not that comfortable, or basically yeah. always thinking out loud, which is another way to being transparent. Is like this, I'm, I'm kind of... Um, thinking out loud and, and inviting people into my thought process. One-on-one um, -on -one is, is, is another tool to get there. So, and uh, honestly, also in the worst type of environments, when things are rough, that's where those things are very important. Yeah. So if I get to know a person and then for some reason there is, a, I don't know, a decl declination of like person's work or like velocity is dropping by a lot, and I can actually look at my one-on-ones or remember things that were said. And I'm like, oh, something in his private life maybe is wrong if, if I can fix that. Or maybe that person is not motivated because the career growth hasn't worked in a while. Yeah. Knowing those type of things can actually help you tweak and adjust. Where if you're not knowing those things and if you're like flying blind, it's really difficult. Because then trust is not there, personal relationship is not there. And then you become um, like you see people as resources, which right. is a very common word to to use for people in our industry yeah. we have human resources we have uh, this is like changing by the way most it hr is. Most organizations i know are turning into people people or and talent management yeah, and you know exactly. which Be is amazing exactly because of that yeah because people are not resources right. if you think about people as resources then firing is the easiest thing you can do and it also means that you're less likely to invest in them which even from a business perspective, is not very smart. Yeah, and and in the end, like in the end of, of of the day, you can't really like firing is extremely expensive. Again, representing organizational motivation, right? Firing a person is difficult. It kills the morale of the team. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Even if like it's the person that no one likes, it and always it's a good has an firing. Effect. Like it's it's a good yeah. firing on. Uh, it has a negative effect because it puts everyone on their on their tippy toes and they're like oh wait they fired a person what does yeah. it mean about me yeah um, and it it means that you need to hire which takes a lot of time and resources oh yeah, and adjustment of the expensive. team again yeah. uh so basically i guess in a nutshell we're saying investing in people is important and is also better for the business not yes. only for the people um but okay so let's let's do like a, a dimensional thing so like you know about one-on-ones for manager and about one-on-ones yeah. for employees so Go. <laughs> I, I think I already shared what I want, like. What's the motivation of a manager there? Um, basically, is to understand what's going on with your team, understand the vibe from a personal perspective. Like mm -hmm. a team is basically a collection of individuals. Understand the, indiv the individual in the team. Um, be able to help the team grow. And and when you build career path for six people, seven, eight, nine, ten, four, three, two, one. Um, you can understand where your team is, like where is the your team's direction? What is the mm -hmm. North Star guide, guiding your team basically in the, the their career growth? Um, and to get feedback from your yeah. employee about what you should improve on, exactly, or That's how can you help? Deal. Yeah, it's like um, it's the, not just like the dropping the feedback, but receiving it in yeah. a way that is uh, helpful to you to grow as well. Yeah, one of the most amazing examples that I I have like in terms of experience on one-on-ones and stuff that I could share that a manager uh, had asked me uh, like after I was talking for a while and then uh, it was like, uh, so how can I help? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, actually, <laughs> if you do this and that, maybe, you know? Yeah, that, that's, that's what managers should do, yes. Yeah, so from a manager perspective, this is like an open line in a safe space to actually get feedback, to know 
how you're doing and, and what you can do better. Exactly. And maybe yeah. from your perspective as a person being managed and not managing. Yeah. So uh, I would say this is, again, so it's a safe space. It's definitely a place to talk about personal things, express your wishes, uh, talk about where you see yourself in, I don't know, X months or years. Um, even discuss that or say, you know, I don't know how to approach something. Um, I also find, uh, I mean, it takes courage, but I also find that it's a good place to express. Uh, um, so, for example, if I work with someone who, whose work I appreciate and want to learn from, I can also point that out. This is exactly the time to say, you know, you've done this and I wish I could do that. So it's not a part of my growing uh, experience or goals, but actually I would be very interested, you know, next time you do that, maybe you can uh, let me help or share, or I would like to know more. So it's those things that would never come up in a daily conversation, and it's exactly that time. Also, I think from, at least from an employee perspective, but I guess from both, knowing that uh, there is a, a time of week or month, it really depends on, on what you prefer, and we'll talk about that in a second, I guess. Um, that you have a time to meet with that person. So let's say it's on a weekly basis, which is, I guess, our recommendation or every book's recommendation to start with yeah. in terms of cadence. Then it's uh, enough time that, you know, if something happens, you can say, okay, in a couple of days, I'm going to meet that person and talk to them. And it kind of relaxes the whole system, right? Yeah. If something bothers you, there is a time. And this is also then very important not to cancel or move, which we've talked about many times that you yes. said, I don't touch my one-on-ones ever. The, I, <laughs> and if I do, sometimes I do. Yeah, I but it's very that, but carefully. It's, I, I really try that those will not move. Yes. It's sacred time because yes. you're talking about creating t- uh, trust. And I really liked when you said people should rely on this. And no, I mean, through not moving it and having it in a permanent time and spot that we agreed on, that only that even creates trust to say, this is one of the most important things in my day and in my role. And I would not move it, you know, just like that exactly. for anything that is coming in because it's more important than the daily work. Yes. And yes. I think that's also a wonderful message to, to, yeah, to tell people. Yeah, I, I agree. And yeah, I'm, I'm not perfect in that as well, honestly, but um, I'm really trying. Yeah. Um, okay, if we have maybe just one more tip to how to manage your one-on-ones, I think uh, we both agree. I mean, this is an episode where we kind of both agree on yeah. most things. Okay. <laughs> I want to argue. <laughs> Next time, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, is that uh, it's very good for everyone to keep track on what was discussed. Maybe not the sensitive topics. Yeah. I mean, but to have some sort of either a shared document or have the manager summarize it, whatever, over email and sending it to the employee. Yes. So you can look back at things, see your progress, or even if you, I mean, if you talked about something and then a month went by and you're like, when did we talk about that? Or what did we agree on? Or um, maybe some there was some an action item or something, you know, a positive thing to, to be done and you don't remember exactly, then you have a place to refer to. Mm-hmm. And also a nice practice is to keep notes for your next meeting. Yes. So it could be personal. So me writing for myself or the manager writing for themselves. Another tip is to keep some sort of a shared document or something. It You don't have to do this or maybe for some things. Uh, and then you can uh, either review what you want to talk about uh, next time. Uh, and it's kind of also a way to load off from your mind. So if it's Monday, I'm going to meet you on Thursday. I wrote already what I want to talk to you about and I can just forget about that. And yeah. I don't need like time to prepare, you know, it's, it's already there on the, our agenda, so to speak. However, if you do have an agenda, make sure to review those items and see that it's not all ongoing things. So day to day things. Um, and also to keep time for open questions like, so how are you? <laughs> what can we do? Anything you want to tell me? and not have 100% of planned times because those spontaneous uh, answers to those questions are very valuable. Yes. Yeah. Let's maybe talk about then how to set it up for newbies or, or people who are not. Maybe we've convinced people now that this is what they Hopefully. need to do. Hopefully. Um, so, so how do you start? Yeah. Um, I think you start with something generic and then you adjust. Mm-hmm. And, and a good way to start, I don't know, there's a bajillion articles about it ev- everywhere, but I think for me what works well 
or at least what I start with all the time when I start somewhere, somewhere new is 30 minutes um, once a week and I immediately give them my spiel about what one-on-one -on -one is in the first one-on-one. -on -one. And then I say, tell me how you prefer it. Um, if you want more, we can adjust. If you want less, we can adjust. Basically, we can just play it by heart. Yeah, but um, I would build on that and actually say, uh, even if people say right off the bat they want something once a month or something, try to stick to yeah. the once a week for a little while so things can uh, you know, be uncovered naturally. Exactly. Let the and, cadence uh, dictate itself, basically. Yeah, so that, that question of like, you know, uh, what's the cadence that you want? Do you want it once a week, once every two weeks, once every three weeks? Is not a question to be answered right away. It's more like we can adjust after yeah. some time. And it's better to adjust it when you arrive to meetings and you're like, we, I, we already talked about, like, we met so much this week, I don't need this. It's better to cancel with that feeling of safety yes. rather than to say, oh, I know, I mean, I said once every two weeks, but now I kind of feel maybe I want to talk to them and I have to wait another week and a half and... Uh, you know, yeah. better avoid that. And I would actually say that the first one once should be an hour and not 30 minutes. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's a little bit. Yeah. But I like the idea of uh, setting the expectations of what this is on the first time, maybe a couple of times even to remind. Yes. Because, uh, well, not everyone's experienced with that and people have different styles. And yeah. it's And yeah. it's a way to share your basic style of the thing, right? It's like the right. transition into it. Setting um, expectations. We yeah. always come to that. Yeah. Personal yeah. relationships. That's consistency <laughs> and setting expectations. Yeah. That's like good management generally. Yeah. Um, it could also be, by the way, you did it uh, wonderfully but differently yes. in the previous company. And now it's time to talk about, you know, how you see it and how does the employee see it. And, and this is also the biggest point of it because it's a it's discovery phase for both sides. So if you set it from scratch, you're new, um, then it, you need to discover what the people want and need. Like I have one-on-ones that are very different between person to person. I mean, mm -hmm. from the cadence, um, the content even sometimes, um, the way that I started. You basically, as a manager, you need to be there to support your team member. Yeah. Um, and it makes it more complicated because people are different. So I have one-on-ones where I just start by just saying, so how's life? And we just like start discussing. Mm -hmm. And I have one ones but where... But making sure they don't avoid the topic. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's fluent. So it yeah. just, like, happens, and, 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 and I just need to say, how's life? And I know that it's going to just go directly to where I need to. And there are one ones where I'm super um, structured, Structure. and I come in with, like, a specific agenda. I always have an agenda. Basically, uh, that's oh, maybe another thing that uh, I would recommend is I share a document between every person I have a one-on-one -one with, the idea is that it's a parking spot. So anything that you want to tell me in the one-on-one, -on -one, we can park it there so you won't forget. And mm -hmm. I will do the same thing. And then we can prepare as well. And you don't have to do that. Like if there are things that you don't want to put in this document, perfectly fine. But sometimes there's just small things that you're like, I just want to talk to whatever yeah. about this. Um, and I would like to add, though, that maybe for feedback purposes, uh, if you're an inexperienced manager, this is not the place to write feedback. Oh, no, no, don't write feedback. Feedback is always personal. And don't yes. write, like, I'm going to give you feedback on something because that makes people nervous. Yes. So, yeah, you need to practice that. <laughs> it's more on the level of, um, um, I found the scores or, like, um, I don't know, like, if Let's you want... Let's review your personal goal that yeah, we set last exactly, month. Or... Um, status of project blah yeah kind of like those type of things um that's not that's like a great thing to do um as far as feedback write your feedback don't share it in the document come to the meeting and basically make sure that you have something written so mm. you're not like winging it but that's preparing feedback and maybe we can do an episode on that yeah. um but yeah i do share a document mm -hmm. um and only me and the person um on the other side of this document uh, like the team member i'm doing the yeah. one one with have access to it this document is for the two of us only so private it's a private document that not even hr can, no one yeah no one part we park ideas on it and also super important is to mention that in the first one-on-one -on -one and forever if there's something crucial talk to me now like me as a manager the people i'm managing that's my prime directive mm -hmm. um and if someone has a problem, don't wait for a one-on-one -one that will be in six days from now. Mm -hmm. Come to me now and I will drop everything and just we'll have a coffee and we'll talk about it. One-on-one yeah. -on -one is not about, um, I don't know, 
I, I, I'm thinking about quitting. Um, if you're thinking about quitting, talk to me now. If you're like, if you have an urging issue with a team member, talk to me now. Basically and saying this is a safe space, but it's not the only place where we can talk in a safe space. I like, mean, don't park, park your ideas in a document. Don't park your, your pain there, right? Like if you're, if something oh, is... Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, if something is like really just not comfortable for you in your day-to-day, just talk to me now and I will fix it now. Don't mm. live with it six days because the next one is in six days. It's a wonderful comment, yeah. Come to me and we'll talk. And that's the biggest thing I have about that. This one-on-one is for growth, it's for feedback, but it's not for a person coming in already collapsed because like we, we didn't create a space. And if you're feeling that your one-on-one isn't giving you the space to to vent about those things and to try and fix them, then that's wrong. So creating that's a document... That's wrong meaning like we should do something Yeah, to that fix should it. be fixed, yeah. yeah. Um, and so creating a document, creating a cadence, that, and then adjust according to, to yeah. the situation. And we also talked about the space of where to do this. So yeah. you can start with some baseline and then kind of adjust and see how it went. And I think... Uh, post, you know, post one-on-one. Yeah. Um, so for both sides, for a manager, I would strongly recommend write things down. Uh, please take note of how you write things because your employee is going to read that and yeah. kind of also, you know, either trust you or not based on that <laughs> and where you share it, for example. Um, I would, I mean, it depends on the channel, but I would go with something more organized to begin with. Uh, not a chat because it can uh, oh, go no. away and it also is open to other administrators and stuff. Um, so maybe an email. I mean, no, not private ones, but yeah. you know what I mean. It's yeah. like it feels more loose, at least maybe for me. But like an email or a document. Something I like that the Google Doc concept because we yeah, can Google create Doc action Conflinks, items there. There are softwares as well. But yeah. the point is make the summary, invest in it. It doesn't have to be much. Maybe in the beginning you have to practice a little bit. But keep it concise. Uh, if there were action items either for you or for the employee, write them down. If there's a date, write it down so things are very clear and comfortable. Everyone, you know, know where they stand. Yeah. If it's a first one-on-ones, then you can also write, you know, at the end, like, d- remember, if something is worrying you, you can just approach me and here's how either chat or find me or come to my desk or whatever. And if you have any question, come over. So, again, to create this. Um and as the employee, I would say, um, read that. <laughs> Make sure you feel you understand what's written there. If something is not clear, just go back. It's, it should be sent, you know, either at the same day or the next day, I guess, tops, because that also shows that you're on top of things at the yeah. manager. Uh, you don't wait for a whole week. Um, and as an employee, you, say, you can read it, and you can either plan time for yourself on what you want to do, check out resources, whatever, talk to other people if you need some help. Uh, and maybe before the next one and one, you don't have to appear like for an hour or 30 minutes, but review what happened last time if there's something more, you know, informational pressing, like if there was an action item or you want to discuss yeah. or your points, just come a bit more attuned. Although I would say as an employee, in terms of like the relationships here, it's of course, you should w- use that time well because it's a private time with your manager who you can learn from and talk to. Um, but it's like you don't need to prepare, you know, every time. It's not a meeting where you're being judged. It's more like yeah. if you feel something, you can just go in and just talk about it. It's not, it doesn't have to be perfect. That's exactly the time to not be perfect. Exactly. And I think for a manager... It is a meeting to actually prepare to. Yes. If someone requested something that you'll fix for HR, it's it's a nice, like, uh, don't get to this one-on-one, be reminded again and again. Yeah, exactly. I'm a very much so an action-driven person. So I, I find, I, you already heard my spiel about processes. I kind of hate them. I do them because <laughs> I see the value, but I don't like them. Um, I think in the most honest way, I find one-on-ones very similar to that, where... It's a ritual. It's a thing that I, I kind of have to do. And the the result of it is what drives me and not the, the, mm-hmm. the going and doing the one-on-one. I know that people generally, a lot of people enjoy just having conversation. It's me not too. that you don't like it. It's, it's not that I don't like it. I the just structure of once a blah. Exactly. <laughs> and I can say, like, maybe this is also like a curveball, right? Um, I had a team um, at a company called Okshanata where we didn't have structured one-on-ones. Mm. The team was such a cohesive, gelled unit, and every like also the, the the structure of the team was everyone was extrovert, and everyone just could basically say whatever they wanted, and there was no fear of someone not being That's actually amazing. vocal about that. And in that team, 
we ended up just removing one-on-ones as a process schedule time. What we had, what we had was an optional on both sides once a month. So we still had one-on-one once a month optional that we usually canceled because most of the times when, when you got there, one of my team members, I went there like, hey, oh, we have our one-on-one. And he was like, oh, I already told you everything I had to yesterday over coffee. Okay, but that's better than, yeah, I don't need the time and when you feel you don't know what yeah. that person has to say. And, and just, just to give you also the state of mind, because this could be abused by people who are saying, oh, this is something I want. This was, took time to build and also it's a very specific set of people and just that person even that said, hey, no, I already told you everything. He used to come to me every two days and say, let's go buy me coffee. Like, he wanted to talk about something. We had a cafe right below our uh, So you have to office. be very sure yeah. to be able to kind of drop this. Exactly. And those very sure. people specifically were able to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, every one of them. And there's just one person. Yeah. I, had, I had to buy a lot of coffees for a lot of people. But I actually find that to be kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, which is, for me, is the dream of having a one-on-one. <laughs> where, like, you don't really need it. You just, it just, it's there. And, like, at some point you just realize... It's ingrained in our culture. Culture is the most important thing. So I actually don't agree with you there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yay, fighting. <laughs> because I feel like, uh, I mean, I wasn't there. And I know there are these, you know, very wonderful imaginary <laughs> situations when you can completely drop it. was it. a reality for me for three yeah, years. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but in terms of like growth, I mean, maybe you don't need the one-on-one, but you definitely then need a growth channel and to make sure that uh, the managers are on top of things related to growth. Yes. So to me, if the one-on-one can be dropped, let's say, it means that there is an alternative structure or process or something that's very strong, at least to take care of feedback and growth, because th- those are the main purposes of one-on-one that are facilitated. I, I think, well, I think what was working well is that I have done the same thing. So when I had feedback, um, I, uh, I set up a meeting for that. Or when we talked about growth, I set up a meeting for that. So we didn't need the one-on-one, even though I acknowledge that having a one-on-one kind of reduces the tension because exactly. if I set a meeting for something, exactly. I mean, don't do, don't be, a, a, I don't know, a manager or, or a team that doesn't have a one-on-one set. Uh, I utilize as my optional one-on-ones at Okshanata as well. I meant my dream, actually, I just kind of want to say that my dream situation came true once in my entire career. Where so the communication was so good that you kind of didn't need that. The, uh, yes, the team scaffolding culture, of structure. Yeah. We, ha- we we were. I was lucky to have a team that the culture itself really got kind got ingrained by mm-hmm. on the day to day. So we started removing everything. We basically had no process. Like we had dailies. That was our process. We didn't have iterations. We didn't do anything. We didn't do Kanban or sprint. Yeah. We just synced in the beginning of the day, and we knew that our product manager is preparing stuff. We had grooming. Um, and that's basically it. We didn't have one-on-ones because we just felt like we don't need them because we were open and everyone discussed everything on the daily. Our dailies were the point where we were actually kind of using a bit more time than the regular five minutes I'm doing this and this. Well, I'm uncomfortable like, in my chair <laughs> because maybe that's your dream-like scenario, but I in no way see it as a dream scenario. <laughs> oh my God, how so? <laughs> well, just because I said that I feel like dedicated time uh, even if it feels like uncomfortable in quotations is uh, a very good time because even if we don't look at work situations, but personal life situations yep. in relationships, uh, you know, being married or having friends or with family or whatever, or with your kids, it's that time that usually things come up when it's relaxed and there's nothing that you need or can do at that time. I agree that you say, so how are you, that the important things come up and you need sometimes 10 minutes to just increase everything and feel much, much better rather than to try and set time aside and say, let's go for a walk, let's do this. And this is exactly why people sometimes come back uh, rejuvenated from vacations because in a vacation, and I'm talking about myself here, but in a vacation, like maybe I still, you know, meet the same people and kind of do the same things, but I don't do laundry and I, you know, we don't cook and we don't organize the house and there is just a bit more room to breathe. So there are more like dead times or like relaxing times where you can just look at each other and say, so what's been going on? You know, and we do do this on a daily basis, but it's still, it's a different type of things when you can do, when you can utilize your time to do something else or that you cannot. And yes. setting that time aside, knowing that you're not working those 30 minutes on daily things or, you know, you, you get me what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. I think that's super helpful. and It's very healthy exercise. Also, 
being in the tech industry where you always want to maximize your time. If you can cancel something, I mean, we always say like, you need to be like minimal in the amount of meetings that you have because you should give yourself that time. But Not that to me yes. is, I would keep it still. Even if it means that it's uh, an hour that's scheduled and it ends up being 15 minutes of coffee, but we finish that meeting with feeling like the bounty of, you know, the trust and how good we feel that we were able to finish it earlier. Yeah, and, and that's, that's why I think you shouldn't do that. Like, people shouldn't have, not have one-on-ones yeah. at all. Specifically, with that team, that culture in that team, it just abolished itself without even me wanting it. it yeah, just, of course, I'm not criticizing uh, that situation. No, no, I, mean, I mean... I just don't agree with the dream scenario. Uh, it's my dream scenario. Yeah, We're different well, people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to fight eventually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, in the end, like, for me, creating a team that has really just removed everything and mm-hmm. just can... Like, we understand our goal and we have a good communication channel and we don't need processes and scaffolding and... and, and like, I don't know, something to guide us mm-hmm. because we are already self-guided. That's amazing. It doesn't really happen. In reality, you kind of always need to tweak stuff. And also, you're a person and you said that you actually prefer to have that meeting scheduled, right? right? So if you were my manager, I, you I, would then, never No, I would never remove it. Of course not. Exactly. No, 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 completely. So it really just came organically from the team where everyone were like, we don't need this. And we always kind of gapped it more and more because every time we went to the meeting, everyone was like, yeah, but you took me for coffee yesterday. Right. Um, and then we just created, we still had a process, a micro one. We said once a month, one hour optional on both sides. Mm-hmm. And both sides meant not on me. Like the person having the one run had to come and say, I was like always going to the room. And if the person said, no, um, I don't need it, I just canceled it. And, yeah. and if the person actually stood up and went, I was like, oh, okay, yay, we have something. Mm-hmm. Really never happened. Because every time they had something to talk to, they just came and just, yeah. I had to buy a lot of coffees. That's it. <laughs> well, this comes to the DNA of the, I guess, of the team and people. Yeah. And generally, if you have um, a DNA that that's that, you still want to keep that meeting there. I wouldn't cancel it completely. The idea was more to make sure that we, we just, um, we have something to fall back on. If someone right. is really feeling awkward to talk to me about something, which I didn't see. And that's what we do. And if we've had a new team member joining, it was one, one-on-one every week, kind of yeah. um, the same spiel. So it's not treating the rest of the team that we actually grew together for years yeah. to someone new. That I'll say, hey, you need to adapt to this environment where everyone is open and talk about everything <laughs> in the daily and we, we yeah. give feedback to each other No, you need openly. to build it exactly. with that person. But I, I want to also um, tell people who are listening, uh, I mean, we talked about, you know, the benefits and... How does it look like when it's good and how good it feels to cancel a one-on-one <laughs> because you already <laughs> are in a great relationship with your manager. Let's quickly maybe from our experiences, you know, so it's a bit more personal and feels real. How does it feel like to not have one-on-ones and how does it feel like when you have one-on-ones but actually um, maybe they're not done super well, which again, doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean it's anyone's fault. I mean, I would say it's a manager's responsibility to do this well, but sometimes managers are inexperienced or, you know, don't know. So that's yeah. also happens. Um, so I think if you, when you don't have one-on-ones, maybe, you know, me taking from the past, from people I know, from myself is you kind of have this growing feeling over time of pressure and you don't know what it is. And you're yes. like unsure who to talk to. So when you're like kind of like holding your head in a break or something, and you're like, uh, kind of, you know, because your manager doesn't need to solve everything for you. But when you have good support and one one is one of the fundamentals of good support is even if your manager can't help you, he would tell you or she would tell you, like, go talk to that person and like unblocky from things we're always talking about impediments you know with the developers and it's exactly a personal impediment so Mm -hmm. what is blocking you from feeling okay from feeling safe from growing for figuring out a solution and your manager should give you that so it's either happening on a daily basis which is wonderful and i hope everyone gets there but if you but a good one-on-one also includes the possibility of talking about those things where you don't know exactly what you want to talk about, but you know something's bothering you or you just don't feel very relaxed. Yeah. 
this is exactly the time to talk about and say, I don't know why, but I feel like this. And yeah. then you can talk about it and kind of get to this together. So when you don't have a one-on-one, uh, people usually feel like lost or over a time that they don't like what they do. Um, kind of wondering, you know, is this department good for me? Is this team good for me? I mean, sometimes you can know that the, it doesn't fit you to be in that team, but there's a very good difference of like knowing that this is not the team for you and maybe you want to move and not spending too much energy about it. Like maybe you think, oh no, this sucks. You know, I'm sad about this. I'm frustrated, but not just having this achy feeling inside where you're like, I don't know what's wrong. Is it for me? Is it me? Is it them? Is it something else? That means that this is a good time to take your manager or uh, if your manager is not a good manager or is an experienced one to catch someone that you trust and kind of try to talk to them. Yeah. But usually it also means there's their lack of uh, constructive like uh, feedback and yes. good one-on-ones that talk about growth and, and uh, things that are, might be blocking you. Also, yeah. so this is if you're lacking. If you have not so good one-on-ones uh, in place, they might feel like this. So you have, and you know, happy to share your experience as well. Yeah. But what I experienced also, again, from things that I saw around me is that people have that time scheduled and they are expecting it because they have something they want to say. And they either leave that uh, meeting not being able to say what they wanted or plan because maybe they didn't have enough space or not enough trust or something else took over or that they spent the entire meeting talking about day-to-day things which is a very common thing a very common mistake also Uh, i mean it's okay if it's once in a while but a common mistake is to say okay this is the time for me to talk about my manager about all these daily things because i don't have time usually to talk to them on a daily basis which means that the problem is somewhere else if you have something that requires attention and is blocking your day-to-day and you have to wait a week at least to talk to your manager that's something's not working either that manager is like a bottleneck or you don't have a a team member that you can work this out with i don't know they might be like micromanaging they might be not using the right method or a team structure so there are many things that could lead to that but basically this is not the time to you know go through a list of like this week and next week i we have those things should we schedule this or that like help me go go over this review that because we have enough channels. I mean, we're in tech companies. This is what we're talking about. You have emails and, and chats and, you know, joint documents and coffee time. I don't know. Like, you should be able to walk to someone and say, please review this. Take a couple of days. Help me with that. Yeah. Um, so that one-on-one time should be potentially, you know, imagining, like, putting your laptop away or your list away and just talking. Of course, mm-hmm. you can use your computer <laughs> yes. to help you with that or remember things. But taking your mind off of those daily things. Yeah, so I guess a, a bad, in quotation, one-on-ones that is misused would be like you go into a meeting and maybe you feel like you worked <laughs> or like you went through the list, but then at the end you don't feel energized. You just feel that you went through a checklist of things you needed to do. Yeah, I would say that, the, like, uh, I wouldn't say bad, but like... Um, maybe a kind of well-utilized. Yeah, yeah. yeah for one-on-one is like a sync meeting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where you sync up on stuff, and, and uh, which is a part, I think we kind of say, like 20% of the meeting should be sync, yeah. but the rest of it should be actually just everything else, everything that is not the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. The growth, problems, the feedback. Um, yeah, the sync part is important as well, of course, Yeah. but it's not the, the purpose of this meeting. If you need to have a sync, you have a daily. Or you can or do a sync meeting. You can it's do a fine. Sync meeting, which if is your manager okay. is, you know, remote Especially or whatever. I think it's common also for less for developers, but more for uh, managing managers, for example, mm. where I have my one-on-one and the managers are managing, and my one-on-one is two folds in this regards. Like we have more time for sync, but then the meeting is longer, mm-hmm. and we do also have syncs that are not in the one-ones. So we we do keep the sync in the one-one as well. But we have a sync meeting with my other managers that I'm having, which is about only syncing about stuff. What is happening on my strategical point? What is happening yeah. on their day-to-day? And how it's going to actually just kind of... But uh, it sounds like even if you put those things in the same, uh, like adjacent to one another, they're still different parts of a meeting. Yeah. So you could say it's two meetings just adjacent to one another. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you have a one-on-one, but half of it for this, and the other half is like saved up time for growth and stuff. So exactly. actually... 
it's still the same structure. It's just maybe, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to separate those as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, well. <laughs> are we done? Oh, one last tip. When you do your one-on-ones, don't have one-on-one just I- immediately after another one and after another one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, space them for out. For managers. For managers. Space your one-on-ones out because some people will need more time and you can actually provide that. And also, sometimes, summarizing the one-on-ones, the L said already, is the biggest part of it because you want to create the action items, you want it to be summarized. And you if should you do it right do, after. If you it's do, better yeah. if you can do and it right And you, if you have like two, three, four after then you'll start forgetting what happened and everything will become yeah. a mesh. That's like my tip as well. Just so keep space what? them out. 30 minutes in between if I you really have to do twice a day or whatever? Yeah, it, it depends also on your size of your team. But basically, if you can have like at least 30 minutes between them, that's perfect. Yeah. I think it's also very energy consuming because oh, there yeah. are some parts of work that are like some energy consuming, obviously, but personal relationships and being attentive to someone and giving them their full attention and thinking things through and, you know, listening with your ears completely open it requires energy from people from the manager also and if you want to do this well then uh, yeah maybe don't have one-on-ones one after the other because you would be exhausted yeah so i would say even if you have you know a huge team and you have to do twice a day maybe space them out like one in the morning one in the afternoon so it's really like emotionally you have time to recover in a way like to recharge maybe is the word yeah talking about Talking with another person in a room, um, yeah. one-on-one, and being exhausted. Coffee. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we're going to wrap this up and go out for this wonderful day. Yeah. And see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. So just to kind of summarize our episode, um, basically, when you start your one-on-one, you know, people start, if you're starting from scratch, start with the cadence of at least once a week, 30 minutes to an hour, depends on the you and your team one-on-ones are there for the team member to get some feedback to give you feedback for you as a manager to sync up and also for the team member to understand to create a relationship and to work on growth syncs on projects are also part of it of course but it's not the main part of it um yeah that's it